Hey traders, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast, available on almost every music streaming and podcasting app. I'm talking iTunes, Apple Music, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, etc., etc., etc. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you a conversation that we had in my live trading room dealing with a trader that was looking for essentially perfection in the market. And it's always a, a tough pill to swallow when we tell a trader that you can't be perfect, right? In general, the markets are imperfect. Um, there's no such thing as perfection, and, and perfection would be you you catch everything at the right moment, right? You catch the the beginning of a trend, and you get out at the very end. You you play the perfect back and forth when the market is consolidating, and get out before the next expansion. And it's it's all great in theory. It's all great in hindsight, right? If you're scrolling back through charts, looking at historical data, you can easily do it. Unfortunately, doing it live is a tougher task and essentially an impossible task. And one of the main differences between professional traders and struggling traders or successful traders and struggling traders is the mindset. And, you know, a struggling trader is still typically looking for that perfection. How can I do everything right? How can I avoid all losses? How can I maximize all wins? And a successful trader, on the other hand, has basically accepted that it's not going to happen. And it always seems a little weird saying this because it, it seems pessimistic to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a, a loser. Um, but you, you understand your expectancy. You understand what your trading should produce. You understand that, again, the market isn't perfect. And to be successful doesn't mean you have to be a perfectionist in the market. You just have to perfect what you're supposed to do. You have to be perfect at following your trading plan and executing your rules of engagement. And if you do so, right, you yes, you will take losses, but you're going to keep those losses to a minimum and you'll be able to maximize those wins. And, and when you have that type of combination, that's what brings you consistent success in the market. Uh, the problem is just most people can't accept that because losses bring pain. People want less pain. Winners bring pleasure. People want more pleasure. Or I should say people want all pleasure, no pain. And, and you know, that's just not the case. You, you've got to eat your pain in the market. You've got to be able to deal with the torture that the markets give in order to reap the benefits that they will also give for those who deserve it, right? Patience literally pays in this industry. But Check out this uh, this recording. Again, it was, it was a, a live trading room session where we had a, a fantastic talk about the subject. And of course, if you guys are interested in joining uh, the live trading room, we do have a 14-day trial. You get more than a live trading room. You get access to a training course, daily videos, software, all this other fun stuff. A great community of traders. I was just talking to a trader um, on Instagram about uh, the power of having a positive community um, and, and what effect that has on your trading. So if you're interested in, in joining a, a great group of like-minded individuals that are going to push you in the right direction, sign up for that free trial. Just go to tier1trading.com slash 14-day-trial or just go to tier1trading.com and click the little button that says 14-day trial. So enjoy this episode, guys, and I'll see you in the next episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Is an automated harmonic pattern 
in an automated harmonic pattern we developed, we found out harmonics lose in the long term in most pairs and most time frames. We're currently scratching our heads and how to develop a winning portfolio that is not over-optimized. Well, I would say this. If you're finding that harmonic patterns lose in the long term in most pairs, I probably shouldn't trade them then, Mike. You should probably trade something that has a positive expectancy. Or if there's some type of dilemma, so if you're saying that, well, I did my backtesting and harmonic patterns performed well, but then when I tested my automated version of it, they didn't perform well, then you've got to go back in and find what's the difference between your visual eye test as far as backtesting and the software's backtesting. Because the software is never going to be the same as your eyes, even with Enigma here. Enigma is the closest we've ever gotten. Right. And it's pretty darn accurate, but it's not the same. I don't agree with everything Enigma shows me. Enigma doesn't see everything that I see. And with any automated system, as far as harmonic patterns go, you're it's never going to be 100 percent. It can be very close, never be 100 percent. So if there's a dilemma between the two. And I'm not sure if you're saying that. Are you saying there's a dilemma between the two where you tested it and it was profitable, but the system isn't or just in general, your system hasn't found them profitable? Which which one is it? I'm saying that overall equity curve is going down, but between we had some extremely winning periods and and we want to capitalize on that. Well, and, and that's the that's going to be the dilemma with most traders is, is your your system, no matter what it is, whether it's harmonic patterns or something else, is going to go through ebbs and flows. So it's going to go through periods where it performs really, really well. It's going to go through periods where it doesn't perform uh, good at all. And a lot of it depends on the market's condition, right? The patterns perform extremely well in certain market conditions. Um, they don't perform well in other market conditions. I would say this, there, unfortunately, see, I, unfortunately, I don't think there's a way to have the best of both worlds. I don't think there's a way you can take advantage of, of all of the extreme winning periods, but then avoid the periods of drawdown because we can say something like this. So we can say advanced pattern formations form better in periods of consolidation, right? And they perform worse in highly directional periods. The problem is this. We never know that the market is in consolidation until what? Until it's already in consolidation. We don't know that the market is highly directional until what? until it's already highly directional. So if you're if if you're if you're playing if you're playing that that the, the game where you're trying to be and we and I, I get traders all the time and say, okay, well can I just trade this system when the market's doing this and that system when the market's doing that? We're always going to be late to the party. Because if we don't start trading advanced patterns until the market's in consolidation, right, we may have already missed two or three setups. And then by the time we start trading it, the market may be all done with its consolidation and now it's directional. And now we're trading as soon as the market's directional. And then we stop trading our advanced pattern formations because the market's directional. And then we skip past two, we, we skip over to our trend continuation strategy because now that we have confirmation of directional markets, we want to take advantage of that. But now by the time we switch over to our trend continuation strategy, the market's not trending anymore. We're back in consolidation. Now we lost money doing that. And the process repeats and repeats and repeats and repeats and repeats until we go broke. So it ends up being a numbers game where it's similar to like 
the craps table where it's you just try to survive, right? My, my whole trading has helped my, my gambling career massively. I haven't gambled in like three years, right? After that last Vegas trip, oh, oh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but who? Um, actually won a lot of money there, but the, my, my crap strategy is, is all about playing the odds, right? Because poker is a game of skill. Aside from poker, craps has your best, your, your best odds, right? The, the casino still has the, the edge, but you have the best, the better odds in craps than say other games, right? So my whole strategy in craps is to catch the hot streaks. Catch the hot streaks, survive the bad streaks. So for, for you guys, guys, guys that are not familiar with craps, here's a, a very remedial explanation of it. Basically, there are numbers on the board. You bet money that the dice are going to run on those numbers or land on those numbers. Aside from like your initial roll or if, let's not even worry about the initial roll. When the number seven is thrown, everyone loses unless you're betting against the, the, the field. Right? So my goal is this. Every once in a while, someone gets hot and they will throw the dice and a seven won't land for like a million throws. My goal is to have every number covered. And you do this in a strategic way, but have every number covered for that hot roll. And then you take full advantage of that hot roll. You take full advantage of that hot roll. Hot, hot, uh, hot roll. You try to make as much money as you can. And then you don't do anything dumb during the cold, the cold periods. So you don't get overexcited and overbet. You don't start throwing random numbers on. You stick to your strategy and you survive the drawdown where everyone's crapping out. And you take a little bit of a hit and then you try to survive into that next hot roll. It's kind of like uh, Richard Dennis and the Turtle Traders. You guys familiar with them? Where they were trend continuation traders, right? And their win percentage was like below 20%. But their goal was to try and catch the extended trend. So they would take a small loss here, a small loss. They might take 10, 15 small losses in a row. But once they hopped on that trend, they would take full advantage of it and load up the ship and make all of their money back plus a lot more. And then they go back to losing for 20 trades in a row. So same kind of, same kind of, um, same kind of deal there. Mentally disturbing. I can never do that in the markets. Mentally, I would never be able to lose 20 trades in a row and have the guts to place that 21st trade consistently. Once in a blue moon, yes. I think my biggest streak was 17 losses in a row. But consistently, I'd be defeated. I'd wake up in the morning, I'd look at the mirror and be like, Kill, you are a loser. Because if you tell anyone, hey, I lost 20 trades today, but won one, they're going to be like, dude, uh, you should probably stop. So it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough, especially with stuff like advanced pattern formations. All right, any questions on Dollar Canada before we move to our next pair? First time live room members, this is what you're gonna get. You're gonna get a little bit of trading, you're gonna get a lot of bit of nonsense. But hopefully some of this nonsense ends up being education.